0: Do you like pop culture? I do. <laughs> I wasn't talking to you, Andrew. Oh. If you enjoy movies, television, all that kind of stuff, uh, we have a lot of fun on Sif Pop Podcast, part of the Studio DNA Podcast Network. So you can come check us out every week. You can listen live or just download it to your podcast feed.
1: Every single week, Aaron breaks down the newest movies that are big in theaters, and I make funny noises. <laughs> You could probably pick one of those that you would like. You can join us every weekend live
0: by looking at Spreaker.com Studio DNA, or you can find us in your podcast player of preference by searching for Sift Pop.
1: film fans to a brand new episode of Quality Check Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Daniel Posey, and joining me to my left, Drew Douglas.
0: Dark days. We're living in dark days.
1: Uh, yeah, I would say so. Very much so.
0: Two big things happened today.
1: What's number one?
0: Joker nominated for 11 Oscar nominations. (laughs)
1: That's I it. don't know that's what else all to say. I
0: have. Eleven <laughs> and, nominations,
1: and so that was my uh, so that's n- one thing that w- made it a dark day. What's the second thing?
0: Uh, the new trailer for Morbius came out, and it is awful. That movie looks awful.
1: So, which made it a darker day? Joker with eleven. The Joker nods, thing or? just
0: confuses me.
1: I kn- I just felt like it was going to clean house, but yeah, eleven you predict- nominations.
0: You pre- predicted this a long time ago, and I said, ah. I don't know if I believe it. 11 nominations, every major category.
1: But you know the reason why the Academy is doing this?
0: Because they're idiots.
1: Well, they're trying to gain all of this support from people who saw this movie since it was this huge hit. And it's like what they did last year with including certain movies like Black Panther, which a movie like that, a Marvel film, was it good? Yeah. But was it deserving of Oscar nominations that ended up, it ended up getting, including Best Picture. Like, a movie no. like that... The answer is no. In previous years, a movie like that would never have gotten nominated for Best Picture. But now, I think we're starting to see the Academy giving in to films. I'm saying giving into superhero films, but films that would end up having a large traction with audiences to expand their base because... Who's watching the Oscars? The ratings keep going down, down, and down, baby.
0: I can't believe I'm going to say this, but I actually think Joker deserves the Best Picture
1: nomination over Black Panther. For- of
0: the two, it's more warranted, even though I I
1: can't, I don't understand it. What about Best Director?
0: No, I don't get it. I don't understand
1: it. Now, is, is there any nomination that Joker got that is worthy of it? Maybe we should save that for
0: no, the I think overall... We- do it now cinematography i think music i would i would Mm. say joaquin probably maybe and that would probably be it other than the more quote-unquote minor categories like production design
1: now you've seen joker once right
0: yeah and i I told myself that was it i don't want to see this again
1: i can't even believe that it was nominated for best live action short film (laughs) but it's just cleaning house and I mean, sound editing, what in the world? Sound mixing.
0: It's mixed in with great movies like Ford v. Ferrari and 1917 for sound editing.
1: Screenplay nominees, which that's adapted, Adapted. not original. But still. Which I
0: don't understand either. It sounds like they did this movie on the fly. They they did release the screenplay online. I should read it. I I have to watch it again. I told myself I wouldn't do it, but I don't understand this. Other than what you said, yes, let's. We have to find a way to to get people to tune in.
1: I kept hearing, though, that the original script was garbage. And a lot of people were saying, if this is the movie that they make, this is going to be bad.
0: I don't fully understand it, but uh, I'm going to watch it again. I've decided. It's official. I'm just going to watch it again with an open mind. And I think we talked about this before. I think it's a good one shot. But Mm -hmm. the idea that we're going to build a franchise around it and then have this movie get nominated 11 times... This is insane.
1: Yeah, I just can't believe the number of nominations it's received. I thought for sure, Best Picture, they would lump it in with those films to try to you know get more people to watch because it blew up at the box office and directing and also the uh, Joaquin's performance maybe some of the costume design maybe i could see but i mean i think the
0: look of this movie is really good
1: i don't one thing that drives me nuts
0: they have 10 slots for best picture and they never fill it they only ever do like nine i don't why fill it just do 10 make it 10
1: i don't i don't get it
0: but like todd phillips being nominated over greta gerwig didn't Mm -hmm. even get anything come on this is stupid
1: Well, and I always love watching the Hollywood Reporters roundtables every year leading up to the Oscars, and they had Todd Phillips in that discussion. Greta Gerwig was a part of that, and it was really interesting. You know, I've never watched a lot with her, but hearing her speak, she's very endearing to just, like, her process, and she seems very – she gets distracted by certain things that, like, she'll bring up one part – of the process and then she'll mention a second part and then she'll go on a tangent and it's really interesting listening to her talk but i was really kind of sad after listening to that watching a little bit of it as well that she wasn't nominated because there's a lot to appreciate avengers endgame we're looking at you know visual effects of those that got nominated endgame i think that was the only one that it got nominated for
0: the Irishman has to get the visual effects, right?
1: It has to. Like, what what other film would end up winning? Could you imagine Lion King getting it over The Irishman?
0: I don't know. It, we'll make our our big bad predictions on the Oscars um, in another podcast, but I think you might be onto something. I think Joker might win Best Picture.
1: I well, I mean, going back to the films that are nominated, what you say that you've seen all of them but two, right?
0: I haven't seen Jojo Rabbit yet, and I haven't seen Marriage Story, which I will watch both of those prior to whatever this comes out. Like February 9th. is that Ninth, the Oscars? Yeah,
1: it's early this year, almost a full three weeks, two to three weeks.
0: So I'm ready. I'm basically ready to go. And I would say Joker is by far the worst one
1: I've seen. I need to go through. Um, I, I've got got a lot to watch, but I'm not too concerned because I'll definitely be able to see all of these. I was kind of bummed I didn't get to see Parasite in the in theater. But is that would you say that's worth watching in theaters or not you necessarily? You just need to see it. No, but that's one of your favorites of the year though. Top so 5
0: I'll actually say this. Um Parasite top 5 for me of the year. Hollywood top 5 Little Women is my, I think my favorite movie of the year. The Irishman is top 5 top 6. So I think there's a lot of good movies in here.
1: Ford v. Ferrari, was that in your top 10?
0: It was not in the top 10, but I did like it a lot. Christian Bale's really good. Surprised he's not nominated.
1: I can't believe Joker beat that out of the top 10.
0: (laughs) I'm going to go in with an open mind. I'm going to watch it again. What if I end
1: up loving it
0: the second time around?
1: I think you'll like it more. And we
0: have to redact everything I ever said on this podcast. Literally go back and edit it out.
1: We'll just have to re-edit that as if it never happened. Where where does marriage story fall? In nineteen seventeen, you just well, I I didn't see marriage story. Oh oh okay, yeah, that's right. Did that's I say right. I did no, I say you, I hadn't seen no, it No, it was that and JoJo. I had jumped the gun on that. I
0: mean 1917 I don't, I don't even have in my top ten. <laughs> I think that's technically really well made. I had no emotions watching that movie.
1: Is that now let me ask you because there are so many comparisons with that and Dunkirk. You would say that Dunkirk's a better, it's it's made better than 1917 overall?
0: I don't know. It's hard to tell. They're so different. I think what Sam Mendes and and uh, Roger Deakins do in 1917, the entire time I was like, I don't know how they did this.
1: That's awesome.
0: Technically, it is one of the greatest things I've ever seen. Emotionally, I felt nothing.
1: For the and characters I, or for... Yeah, I shouldn't...
0: I sh- During a war story, I should be feeling emotional. That
1: sucks. Well, you know, one thing, too, that I think could edge out Joker to take for 1917 to win Best Picture, I think there are a couple of things. I think cinematography, the way that it looks, it's more of that you go to the movies to experience something like that. That's it. It captures that old school, that essence of Hollywood and cinema, and it's more of that experience. But you have... The story that Sam has—have you heard his inspiration behind the film? That it's—it was based on the stories that his grandfather shared.
0: I just think looking at these movies, the the front runners: Ford v Ferrari, not a front runner, no chance. Yeah, I don't think The Irishman has a shot.
1: I think it's going to be 1917 and The Irishman, and I think Joker will be third, and, and it, The I
0: Irishman think, has no chance.
1: I well, I think it has. Very little chance because of Netflix. If it weren't on Netflix and it were released the traditional Hollywood way of going to theaters and that's it, I think it would probably be the front runner.
0: Jojo Rabbit can't comment on Joker, I think, is a front runner. Little Women sadly, no chance. Yeah. Marriage Story, no chance. 1917 is a front runner. I don't think Parasite has a chance either. So I think it's between Joker, 1917, and maybe once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Here's I don't know. I don't think that's a top three contender. I think it's really between two movies.
1: Here's the thing. I think 1917... Well, we'll save that for the predictions that whenever we get into the Oscars. But I do have a major prediction. It's going to be a shake-up.
0: You have to predict Joker wins because you've been saying that for months. Ooh,
1: since October. I basically want it to win just because of that reason. That's you,
0: that. you can't pick anything
1: else. My Joker pick continues to make money so therefore i'm just getting bankroll off of that from the fantasy picks of the fall
0: maybe that's why i'm so bitter because Oof. i got blown out by one single movie and i i think on that podcast that fall fantasy one i said little women was my sleeper hit that movie's made like 80 million dollars
1: not bad you also should have picked knives out that's I know. like 140 or something like that I at could the
0: have box at least been in it man little women is incredible do you think you're, you're going to be able to see that? Oh, yeah. I and mean, when we talk about 1917, where I felt nothing in the movie, maybe a little anxiety at points. Little Women, I felt a range, like a full spectrum of emotions. Hmm. And that's, the, of any of these movies, I felt more in that movie than anything else.
1: Once Upon a Time on a holiday. God, Parasite's really good, too. I'm really intrigued by that. Of all of the movies that are listed for best pick, I would say Parasite has intrigued me the most. Uh, the least interesting on the list, maybe Jojo Rabbit.
0: Yeah, I, I I told you, if this was not nominated... I told a friend this the other day. The only way I'm seeing that is if it gets nominated for something big, and it sadly has, because I have zero interest in watching that. I've heard good things. I, I mean, I guess I have too, but whew, I don't know.
1: Anything else to say about the Oscars, the nominations, the crazy... What I'm surprised... Um, By is that we didn't see Lupita Nyong'o get a nomination for her supporting role, or I guess she would be the lead actress in Us.
0: I'm a little surprised Us didn't get nominated
1: for anything. That's really, especially since Get Out was nominated and won for Best Original Screenplay. I'm surprised Peele will not also. I mean,
0: yeah, nothing else probably.
1: Yeah, that's it's interesting, but
0: maybe maybe um, for a lead actress. I'll tell you this, when I maybe it's a hot take. After rewatching that a second time, I think I prefer it over Get Out. I love ambitious stuff, and that just goes for it.
1: Oh, it's a very ambitious movie, but
0: God, it's so it's so well made. Both of those movies are really well made. I think God, I just rewatching it again, I couldn't stop thinking about it.
1: You know, that...
0: how did this did the score get nominated? No.
1: nothing All right, that's stupid yeah this and whole thing is stupid i was i was getting ready to say my pre-pump sound that i end up listening to it's not i mean it's the score to us but that's what i've been listening to to, to get ready and i in the steam room the other day i was just humming to myself i got five. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, that's all I got to say about that. We'll we'll make our predictions soon. And I said we we usually do the six big ones, the six big nominations. But I'm thinking this time maybe we do all 11 Joker nominations.
1: Ooh. Yeah. And it'll sweep. I can't wait for it to sweep.
0: Most nominations of any other movie this year. That's not right.
1: Did you ever think we'd be talking about this during the Oscar time frame that joker would be killing it like N- this
0: not this amount i i f- i figured me after the golden globes i figured um we get joaquin we'll get best picture todd phillips i guess i didn't think this would be nominated 11 times
1: you know at the of blows my mind after the globes it was hilarious because joaquin ended up taking questions about his role and someone said so what was it like to prepare for this and he, like, sighed very heavily, grabbed his head, and he was squinting. And he's like, this is old news. Like, weren't you guys watching what I had to say while I was going around the press circuits before the movie came out? And I talked about this. So then they ended up uh, turning the tables and asked what he thought about eating that night. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, anyways, oh I boy. digress. I
0: hope the, the the like the the makeup people get their award because from the sounds of it, he was a huge ass munch during the production. Ooh. Just really difficult to deal with.
1: I also love the it was the outtake that he knew that he was yelling at him, but he was calling the uh DP share or something like that. And Jimmy Kimmel played it and he acted all surprised and it was a big troll, you know, to just get a rise out of the audience. But I love the fact that he came off like Christian Bale from Terminator Salvation where he's yelling at a guy (laughs) behind the scenes.
0: But you know this one's a joke.
1: Yeah. Hence Joker.
0: All right. That's all I got to say about that. What are we doing today?
1: Well, before we start off with the official podcast, we want to dedicate this episode to little David out of Springfield, Missouri. Thank you for listening to us. And thanks for recommending this podcast to all of your friends and colleagues and, and supporting us out there. It means a lot. I'm also curious what David has to say about Joker Sweeping. Uh, You know what?
0: If he loves it, I don't want you listening ever again. Ooh,
1: Well, (laughs) so today we're covering the most anticipated films of 2020, part one. We're going from January to June, six months, and we'll go back and forth. We get to pick one movie from each month. And do you also have any movies that almost made it? made your most anticipated of the month?
0: Well, I'm banking on you doing some different ones than me. And then for April, I actually had, I wrote down two other ones that came to mind, but I, I, I just kept it one a month.
1: Well, let's start off with you for oh. January because- Why re- me? Well, the reason why I bring this up, you originally had the gentleman down <laughs> the for- The gentleman. Ooh. <laughs> it was originally your <sighs> number one pick, right?
0: It was, that, that? It was that and Underwater. And then I got the chance to see The Gentleman this weekend. And had it been my pick, I would say um, I should have picked something else.
1: Oh, so you didn't like it. It's fine. It's whatever. So on your Guy Ritchie scale, where does it register?
0: Uh, Third from the bottom. (sighs) Actually, yeah, third from the bottom. Would you put
1: Aladdin above this?
0: No, I would not. So very bottom uh, swept away above that Aladdin, and then this goes right there.
1: Ooh, that's not that's not good. So was it disjointed? I kept hearing no, that it was very.
0: It felt a little too long, and honestly, the theater that we saw it at, um, it was it was an official advanced screening, and it had Spanish subtitles. <gasps> For whatever reason, Alamo Drafthouse had Spanish subtitles on the screening. It's always something there. I don't know. That's all I'm going to say.
1: Goodness. <laughs> yeah, I I actually heard from several as well that it just really kind of took them out of the experience. And I didn't you say it was educational?
0: Yeah, I was I, hey, I learned a little Spanish along the way. But that's strange. Do Very you, strange. I don't know. I it's the biggest mystery I've of the whole night.
1: Do you uh do you think the film was done? I heard one complaint was that it seemed almost like a a draft before the final film.
0: No, I, th- I I told a friend this. It felt like it was like Richie wrote it twenty years ago, oh. and they're like, we we want an old, we want that old Richie feel. Do you got anything like lingering, like laying around that we can make? And he goes, Yeah, I wrote something called The Gentleman twenty five years ago, around <laughs> the time I made Snatch.
1: Were there any good characters? Because it looks like it's a lot of fun.
0: It's fun. Colin Farrell's r- really fun in it. I thought. I thought Charlie Hunnam was good. Hugh Grant. Hugh Grant's a lot of fun. Um, this movie says the word <laughs> more than any other film I've ever watched
1: before. Uh, th- more than any other uh, guy Ritchie because he's never. No Does good. he use that word a lot? I feel like Snatch once not it and Snatch. I quite
0: guess a bit? and I, s- without exaggeration, it said it maybe forty times, oh. and I'm not talking about the F word. I'm talking about see you next Tuesday. <sighs> Spell that out, baby. Man. Very strange.
1: So what you're saying is you should double feature the gentleman with uncut gems.
0: Oh, that's f bomb fest. This was c fest. <laughs> I would say it's just it's lower tier Richie for me. I enjoyed it. I had fun with it. Um, I haven't really thought about it since, but I think if you're in the mood for Richie. It's not a bad option. Maybe after you've watched Snatch and Lockstock and Rock and Rolla. We need the Rock and Rolla sequels. Come on. What are we doing?
1: We need G. Butler back.
0: Just don't watch Aladdin. Aladdin is not a Guy Ritchie film. I'm convinced that they just had a robot come in and do that movie. Because <laughs> it does not look like a Guy Ritchie movie.
1: Do you think they had a robot do point? 3% of the film and point 7 was that one scene that Guy one, Ritchie directed. It
0: wasn't even a scene, it was one shot. I go, "Oh, that
1: looks like Ritchie." Well, I hope they were dropping the C word. <laughs> Let's
0: go on. I was going to say my Aladdin review was going to be um all the C words or the gentleman review is going to be all the C words that he couldn't fit into Aladdin because it's a Disney film he used <laughs> for this one.
1: So you're going underwater for your January
0: pick? No, actually, I'm going um, a movie I didn't know about until like two days ago. It's called The Rhythm Section. Ooh! It comes out on January 31st. It's a woman who goes on a warpath after her family is killed in an airplane crash. Blake Lively, Jude Law, Sterling K. Brown, directed by Reed Morano. Have you received that trailer yet? Just watched it in full today for the very first time. and huh. I was like, this looks cool. I it's been de- it's been delayed twice, mm-hmm. not a good sign. But I saw Jude Law and I was like, gotta pick it.
1: So it was uncut, and then a film that I saw before that at Regal, and they ended up playing that trailer. And I actually think I got this several weeks ago Regal at Regal. Pass baby, love it, loves it. It's a good deal. Cannot recommend it enough. Rhythm
0: section comes out. January 31st. I don't know if I said that. What is your mm-hmm. January pick?
1: My January, I changed it because originally I had the gentleman. And I was going through. We are getting, I believe, one screening here in Springfield of it. And I will not be going to that, but it looks like it will be a lot of fun because you'll get a live QA with Nick Cage. Oh, oh yes. It is color out of space. Release scene on January 24th. This movie looks bonkers. It's basically this family who Love moved it. from the city to the country, and there's this meteorite that crashes in their backyard, and everything starts to change for this family. And it's taken from the H.P. Lovecraft story, and I cannot wait to see how crazy this gets. And it's also Nick Cage. I, I feel like he's going to be at the top of his game once again. I just, I changed it last minute, and I thought, you know, I saw the poster for this. I heard a lot of crazy things coming out of Austin, Texas, um, whenever they were premiering this in some of the film festivals. And then the trailer dropped. And I thought, you know what? It's just going to be an insane movie that I just need in my life right now. That's a good pick.
0: That also comes out on Blu-ray next month if you just... Don't like your theater. Don't want to wait a little bit.
1: I'm I'm planning on that. I'm just going to uh, I think just catch it on VOD.
0: So H.P. Uh, Lovecraft
1: mm-hmm. inspired a lot of Stephen King stories.
0: And there's an HBO show about it too. Mm-hmm. What I don't know if it's inspired by a story or it's just like
1: Lovecraft Country set
0: in that um,
1: or Lovecraftian country. No, it's that based- looks awesome though. The so that's Peel is involved with that, and let me actually pull that up because I think I it's just
0: like in that universe. I don't think it's based on a story, right?
1: Yeah. So it's supposed to Kinda come like out
0: Castle Rock. I'm yes. assuming.
1: Yeah, exactly. Right now, no release date. HBO, Lovecraft Country.
0: They teased it in their 2020 promo. There are clips on oh. it, so
1: it, it is oh, in yeah. development, or it's it is done. Written by, or created by, and produced by. The One Jordan Peele. Can't wait. Yeah, so that, that show will be up there on my list. And uh, that's, that's all I got to say about my January pick.
0: Gotta love it. All right, February. Do you want to go first? Yeah,
1: I'll go. Why don't you go first? Back to back. So Color Out of Space is a sci-fi horror film. And once again, my February pick will not go to Birds of Prey, which Ooh. looks like a lot of fun. But I had to go with another horror film, the Lodge, releasing on the same weekend as Birds of Prey, February 7th. We've gotten the trailer for this. And for it looks. A long time now. Yeah. And I feel like this movie had to have been pushed back, right? The release date. I don't know, but
0: it looks awesome.
1: I can't wait. It looks like a good uh, kind of spiritual sequel to something like Midsummer or Hereditary. So I just can't wait for The Lodge.
0: Every horror movie now builds its trailers like an Ari Aster film. Have you noticed it? (laughs) Yeah. It's always just like the template. They have the Aster template they just used.
1: But The Lodge, it's about this um, brother and sister, and they go... Actually, it's his family. Uh, This father drops off his son and daughter... With, I'm assuming, his, step- his step-wife or maybe new girlfriend. It's like
0: hot step-wife or girlfriend. Mm-hmm.
1: And I think it, it's Riley Kiyo. Yeah, right? Yeah,
0: you're, you're, you were obsessed with her for a yeah. long time.
1: Can't can't get enough, and then she ended up doing It Comes at Night. I'm like, ooh, going to have to dial that back a little bit.
0: <laughs> but I that's need to rewatch pick. that. Uh, yeah, that looks like a lot of fun. You know what? A lot of my picks... They're just going to be pretty obvious, and that's what February is. I have Birds of Prey. Ooh. One of my most anticipated movies of the entire year. It's top three. It's got Harley Quinn. It's got Huntress. It's got Black Canary, who I love. Black Mask. It's got Black Mask, who I love. I cannot wait for this movie. If you've listened to this podcast before, you know I've talked about it a lot. I'm not going to go into it, but that's my February pick.
1: Are you worried about having such high expectations for this movie, going into it, or high hopes? Are you worried Ooh. that it will disappoint? I don't think it will. It looks like a lot of fun.
0: Rated R for DC EU movie or whatever they're calling it, rated R.
1: Predictions right now. How many times does it drop the C word? G-
0: 0. Oh. <laughs> I can guarantee you that. <laughs> I can guarantee you that.
1: Do you think it'll be F bomb city like Deadpool?
0: No, I don't think it'll push that far. I, I I bet uh, they'll use it, but it's not going to go overboard. Margot Robbie. Can't wait. March. My pick comes out on the 6th. It's Ben Affleck in the way back. Have you it seen looks a trailer good. For Oh, this? yeah.
1: It looks good.
0: About a uh, struggling alcoholic who goes back to his alma mater and coaches the high school basketball team. And it looks like we're gonna have Ben Affleck exercising a lot of demons with this one. It looks it actually like it looks
1: really sad. It looks like an autobiography on Affleck's life. Like, did he? I the, wonder if he was involved with the writing oof. of this.
0: Directed by Gavin O'Connor, who worked with Affleck on the account, which I like a lot. That was a good movie. Gavin O'Connor did one of the greatest sports movies of all time, Warrior, with Tom Hardy, Still Joel Edgerton. It's incredible. This movie looks like a. I don't want to say a lot of fun. Because it definitely just <laughs> feels
1: so sad,
0: but I cannot wait for it. There's a shot. The final shot is Ben Affleck just celebrating and smiling, and it's so. It actually makes me so sad.
1: I just every time the trailer comes on and he crashes into the back Jeez. of that boat, I just start applauding.
0: He's stumbling. He's falling downstairs. You know, he had to have just gone to. I mean, this probably hits home for him. Just yeah. Sound from the sounds of his personal life.
1: Yeah, it's. It looks like a good movie a solid movie i hope he gets nominated for this
0: he won it's March. it's coming out in march they're not going to remember this
1: by the time 2021 rolls around sadly no
0: he might be dead by that point from alcohol
1: poisoning <sighs> oh well this- he's he's been, he's gotten better though right he's gotten to rehab i hope so and-
0: this this trailer I don't, you've seen the trailer correct mm-hmm. it 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 poses one big question uh, at least for me have you ever drank beer while taking a shower
1: I actually have not. I'm no a, a lot of people have said that it's great to end up having a shower beer and Ugh, I just that don't That sounds awful. Well the thing is, he, let me get into the logistics. One, the obvious one is you're getting it you're diluting it. You're getting all that water and it's not just like water from the shower head, it's like dirty water, hot water. Yeah, and going and, into your can? That's disgusting. And speaking of hot, you're steaming that place up and then you go from a nice cold drink to it's now all sweaty and lukewarm.
0: Yeah, I mean it's sad that uh, that Ben Affleck is drinking beer while showering, but I'm gonna watch it.
1: And you know, with his long beard in this, that. that he's getting a lot of that in in the beer. All right, what's
0: what's your March pick?
1: I'm I'm curious to see what you had to say about this. It was kind of close. Was well, I, Shot? no, I oh, ooh. It's not Bloodshot, but I should have went with Bloodshot since that's on my fantasy pick for that month. Instead, I'm going with your fantasy pick, Quiet Place Part 2. Ugh. Main, here, I've got I two know. words. I know,
0: there's one, yeah, Killian Murphy. Yep, that's right? a, mm-hmm. Okay, I, I can accept that. I'll say this preview actually does look better than what I could have anticipated.
1: I'm curious to see if John Krasinski makes an appearance in this. Um... I bet he's in the intro. I could see that. I'm guessing this will be framed as like, I kind of wonder if they'll do a prequel sequel. I think we're going to
0: get Flashback City at the beginning of this.
1: Well, I wonder, will it begin as flashbacks, all flashbacks, and it jumps in, or will it be on and off where it mirrors the beginning? Like, you know, this current story mirrors the prequel as what happens before.
0: Really early prediction. First 20 minutes are flashback.
1: I could see that this that would be a, a simple way of going about doing this but I'm I don't know killing Murphy with a beard yay or nay um I don't know I'll have to watch him in the movie and the trailer didn't really like it that great like it, the beard mm-hmm.
0: what about this killing Murphy's hair in Peaky Blinders or Quiet Place 2 it's a longer you like the Peaky Blindish haircut, right? I love
1: it. Yeah, the Peaky bl- I actually thought about getting that haircut. Because
0: they always talk about, if you watched when they did that first season, they always they talked about how they look like ass wipes and stuff. Ooh. I actually think a lot of those actors look really good with it. Some of them, it's a style that does not work. Sure. Depending on the cut. but Like Arthur? Eh, his is okay. Some of the younger boys, that it's cut in a way that it just doesn't look good.
1: Man, I honestly thought about getting the Arthur cut.
0: Do it. You gotta grow your hair out really yeah. long on top.
1: It was it was long for a while. I was able to do that. But yeah, Quiet Place too. It looks really interesting. We're picking up right where the first film left off. And we're also getting flashbacks to how this began, or at least day one, according to the trailer. And the there was a runner up, and I saw the trailer to this once. And I'm curious if you have. It's Saint Maud. Have you heard I've never anything about heard this? I have not even heard of this movie. It, it's a horror film and it's basically this lady, I think a nun.
0: Let me guess her name is Maud.
1: Probably. I don't <laughs> it's never revealed, but I'm I'm assuming yeah, she's Saint Maud and she takes basically religion too far in terms of this extreme of saying that she'll end up doing things if she's called upon to do these things. And then it shows her like going out and murdering people.
0: Good grief. Is it a <laughs> Blum, is it a Blumhouse movie?
1: It's not. It's an A24 from oh. what I remember. Yeah. Okay. Well, let me double check, but I'm pretty sure that was that almost made my list. But there are that, three back to back horror films. Yeah. I love A twenty four. I'm I'm checking right now. St. Maud. Um yeah it is A twenty four. There we go confirmed a film by rose glass who's
0: rose glass no
1: idea tagline your savior is coming
0: cool that's good i like that
1: yeah it's it looks it looks creepy all right
0: i will write that down to go watch the preview
1: Mm mm-hmm April. big month it It is in my pick it is yeah
0: pretty obvious pick for me but I'm actually gonna do. Should I do my? Uh, I have two two movies in April that I almost picked.
1: Yeah, what, what are do
0: those? that first, or should I just do the pick? I'll do the pick. Okay. No time to die. What if it, What if I didn't pick? No time to die.
1: I was wondering if you're gonna mix it up.
0: Bond 25, directed by Carrie Joji Fukunaga, comes out April 8th.
1: But it, the trailer looks really good, and I think this is going to be a major hit.
0: I will not be watching any more previews.
1: Oh, you're done.
0: And I'm hoping that we don't find out that Rami Malek is officially Dr. No, if he is Dr. No.
1: So, what what are your two runner-ups?
0: Two horror films. Uh, Antebellum. Have you seen mm, a preview for that? Looks mm-hmm. cool. And then Antlers, obviously.
1: Yes. Yeah, that Antlers, that made a runner-up. And April, once wow, again... Wow, that's
0: not your pick for April? Mm-mm.
1: It's, it's have Cooper, baby. Cooper Lute. So, this makes the fourth film... To be a horror film. Well, I would Jeez. call this as a thriller. So I I did not realize this until talking out loud, but obviously there is a theme. But Antlers, it, it almost made it. But instead I'm going with the April 17th release of Promising Young Woman.
0: What is that?
1: You haven't seen the trailer to that no. yet? Goodness. That I sounds like a,
0: a coming-of-age drama.
1: This film stars... Carrie Mulligan and she th- this is basically a revenge movie but in the me too era of which you end up having this lady Carrie played by Carrie Mulligan she goes to bars and she'll end up acting like she's drunk or she's in a terrible shape she can't drive whatever guys it's like
0: to catch a predator
1: yeah and then she'll she'll have guys pick her up take her to their house and then she will end up seeking revenge on them. And there's some kind of backstory in terms of like what what happened to her, what's the trauma. There's there's like she got kicked out of college, something like that. And so she's basically targeting guys who are predators. Um, what if she targets
0: gonna... a guy that's really nice and she ends up killing him on
1: accident? It does kind of tease that. And the maybe nice guy is played by McLovin himself.
0: Oh, brother. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's and, still around. Yeah. And you, you see him s saying Listen, I don't think I've
0: seen him since Fright night.
1: Well, now get ready to see him again. But I I don't know. This movie could be really bad or it could be and It doesn't
0: sound very good.
1: It I I'm just looking for a good revenge movie. Sounds like a be
0: cash it. grab, a Me Too cash grab.
1: Hey, I got a scratch. I, I got Rose gotta
0: McGowan itch. wrote it.
1: Oh actually I think she did. Jeez. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> So that's it for my April.
0: Is it my turn again?
1: I'm, I'm really excited to see what you do with May.
0: May's the one I think might shock you. Put your depends on. Oh. Because you're going to crap your pants. I'm ready. I picked a horror film. Oh. It's called, it doesn't have a title yet as far as I can tell, The Organ Donor, a.k.a. Saw.
1: Oh, Chris Rock.
0: Chris Rock came up with a story. He stars in it along with Sam Jackson, directed by Daniel Lynn Bozeman, who's done a lot of these movies. Chris Rock doing a Saw movie. He said he had some idea. Don't know anything about this movie. I don't even know if this is actually called The Organ Donor. But I'm ready to go back in the Saw universe, baby.
1: Apparently, it's really good. I've heard early buzz that the script is good, that Chris Rock, his involvement with it, He's very hands-on, but that's going to be very promising. I'm intrigued by it, but other than that— I hope they keep
0: the title. I love that title.
1: That is really cool. But I did not know that it was called The Organ Donor. But I'm intrigued, very intrigued. May will surprise you because—
0: Do you think Chris Rock is trying to be the new Jordan Peele?
1: I don't know. I'm curious if he's wanting to take that.
0: He said he he just loves the franchise and had an idea for it. Pitched it and was like really it was just like we have to do this and they loved it. Yeah, I
1: don't. I, he's I,
0: in the new season of Fargo. He's mm-hmm. all over the place right now.
1: He's he is starting to come up in a lot of different things. Have you seen the Fargo trailer? By the way,
0: yeah, I love it. Looks great.
1: It, I need to watch that show. I have not seen it yet, any episode, and the new trailer looks great. May is one of those months. I don't have a horror film down as my pick.
0: Well, thank God. And. Starting to worry that you are some sort of sadist. Ooh,
1: well you may go back to that with my <laughs> oh. pick. I'm going with the May first release of Black Widow. Jeez, really? Main reason, Florence Pugh.
0: Yeah, she's good.
1: I, I'm. I have to say, I am. She's kind of in love with Florence right now. She's, she's the best. She's my new crush after Midsummer. She was so good, so good in that.
0: I'm, I can't say anything because I'm an engaged man, but Florence Pugh rules.
1: I, I I need to go back and watch the director's cut of Midsummer. but I had to say her character in that could very well be my top five favorite characters of 2019.
0: Do you think if you had the chance that you would ask her to marry you?
1: Yes. Jeez. I wouldn't. And there's a good chance after Black Widow that will stand. I mean, and I, I, I said this last
0: time. I hope she does well. I hope it's a good character, and we get a spinoff.
1: That would be great. I Florence is like this rising star. I hope she continues to to rise because she is burning very bright right now. She's, she's burnt, got my attention.
0: She's burning bright in your heart. She's making you rise a little bit. Ooh, and you call her Miss Pupu. Pew Pew. Isn't she, like, dating Zach Braff, though? It's the weirdest thing. I don't
1: know. It, makes I, me,
0: it actually makes me sick to my stomach. That guy's, I, like, 47.
1: Yeah, well, he's been known for picking up younger women because Florence is, like, 25, 24, 25, something like that. She's pretty young.
0: <sighs> Pew Pew's young. Shouldn't be dating the Garden State guy.
1: Oh, I don't have anything else to say about, about Black Widow because you know what it's about. The final month.
0: June 2020. What do you got?
1: I'm going with... A pick and june we haven't mind
0: overlapped you, at all
1: not yet and we won't with june
0: oh you don't think so
1: guaranteed uh, you all right uh, there's a lot coming out in june and i just have to say
0: i think there's a lot of garbage coming out in june and a lot of yeah, these months actually
1: there there are some like in-betweens but i'm okay. i'm excited june i'm i'm excited for several movies i'll start it off I mean, with my pick
0: I'm an engaged man, but Florence Pugh.
1: Oh, (laughs) I got to get off of this or else I'm going to get a headache. I'm going to pass out. June 19th is my pick. June 19th, okay. It's the new Pixar joint. Oh, God. Are you serious? (laughs) I told you we would not overlap. Soul. Soul it looks like you couldn't pay me to see this movie man I'm pumped I'm so pumped with
0: a gun in my mouth I would say pull it I don't want to watch this movie
1: It'll, so if you pull the trigger if you were to sit down and watch Soul or Suicide Squad not the Ooh. new one but the what? old Suicide Squad oh which I'd way? rather
0: watch the old one. Oh, what's the voice cast of Soul
1: I don't it, know. Actually. It might actually it's, be kind of funny,
0: you know. I just don't care about Pixar. We've 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 gone over this. I want to say, don't you think Onward looks really bad? I'm not
1: a. Mm.
0: I mean, we. I know. I know people that they're just going to gush
1: over it, but whatever. Soul. Here we go. Give it to hit me. Tina Fey.
0: Eh, okay, I Jamie like Jamie
1: Fox. Oh, I like him. Da- have to correct me on this. Uh, Denzel Dave- Washington. No, Davey Diggs. Is that it? I don't know. He was from is it Blinds not Blind Spotting. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Blind I, I that, that is the film. Um Quest Love. And that's what we've got right now. Wow. What a cast. We did, there's not a lot that's known in terms you of who's ha, in this. You
0: couldn't have gotten Denzel Washington in Soul. Give me a break.
1: This hey, he stupid. may he may be in this it. This is freaking stupid. His oh, son's in a movie this I year. I forgot John Ratzenberger, uh who sure. plays who's uh, in all those other ones. Uh, yeah. He's, he's he was on cheers. He's, he's Cliff, cliff from, on cheers. Yeah. And then I just also Ooh, want to point boy. out Wonder Woman 1984 is coming out in June. We've got Candyman with Jordan I'm Hill. I'm intrigued attached.
0: by Candyman.
1: Well, we pulled up before hitting record on this a pod. new poster. New poster looks great. It's freaking awesome. I'm assuming it's real, but looks Well, if solid. it's
0: not real, we'll hire that person to do your posters because oh. it's awesome.
1: And then we also have Top Gun Maverick.
0: Never seen Top Gun, but I, I will before okay. this because I'm intrigued by Maverick.
1: Does well, it look good? Do you think it looks good? I don't
0: know if it looks good, but I like that Tom Cruise is flying jet planes. I've,
1: I have a prediction. I, I feel like this movie could tank big time.
0: Oh, I'm sure it will, but he's I don't, flying
1: jet planes. I can't, I can't decide. I mean, this is the month that we've you got. You know
0: what? If, it, if we're getting this stuff and he's still doing Mission Impossible, I'm all for it. Oh,
1: that's a good point. I, l- I love like Miles Teller's in Top Gun Maverick. And he's with he a mustache. Yeah. And he was talking about how Tom Cruise pushed them to do everything, including flying planes. <laughs> and it's nuts. But what's your pick for June?
0: Wonder Woman 1984, directed by Patty Jenkins.
1: Okay. It's a little bit. I have two good.
0: DC movies.
1: Did, did you have any other runner ups for that?
0: Top Gun Maverick
1: and Candyman.
0: And Candyman. Candyman could almost be the top pick. I just haven't seen anything from it.
1: Let me point out, if I changed my picks around for May and June, I would have all horror films for the first half of this year. That's okay. i kind of tempted to do that.
0: You're a sick man.
1: Oh, I already have my July pick. I got my... If you don't have the same July pick
0: as me, you're insane, because it's probably my... I, I keep saying that No Time that I M- and uh, Birds of Prey were my most anticipated. I forgot about one movie. It's coming out, out on July.
1: the 31st of July. Morbius.
0: Gee whiz. <laughs> that movie looks awful.
1: Well, isn't it crazy that we've got Tenet and Morbius coming out in the Jeez. same month?
0: No, it's not crazy. It's just stupid.
1: Well, it just I, I love the fact that we've got one movie that looks like bonkers amazing and then
0: we have one movie that looks like it was made and shot 15 years ago before superhero movies became a good thing
1: now if i'm not mistaken they actually used about half of for morbius half of the footage unused footage from dallas buyers club for this film
0: (laughs) and they just did special effects on his spine to let you really know that he's sick jared leto the vulture cameo in that trailer is the dumbest thing i've ever seen (laughs) it is so stupid
1: I mean, as we talked about earlier today, they have to be teasing the Sinister Six, right? I guess. What was uh, I mean, seven? again,
0: maybe don't listen to what I have to say because I think Venom's a masterpiece.
1: Are you looking forward to Venom Yes,
0: two? Andy Circus.
1: It's what, October? Alfred
0: Pennyworth. Yeah. He's our new Alfred.
1: He, it's coming out in, in October.
0: Fingers yeah. crossed by the time our next podcast rolls around, we we get an official look at Batman because they're shooting all this and we're supposed to be Potentially seeing the Batmobile on these like spy pics soon. We're gonna start getting official stuff.
1: Well, we do have the Wh- behind the scenes.
0: I know. I, I just look at everything and I need to stop. I'm already just like obsessed. Let with me ask Robert Pattinson.
1: Well, let me ask because Robert Pattinson, we've got him in Tenant, and then we've cool. got him coming out in the Batman. Oh. Two movies which I think will be major successes. But then Kristen Stewart coming off of two bombs with Underwater and Charlie's Angels. Does that make you a little sad?
0: Let her do what she wants, baby. So oh. I didn't know this. Underwater was made like three years ago.
1: Yeah. It was during the time that T.J. Miller was like
0: still in the
1: public eye. Well, and that's that kind of makes me bummed because I've read Disney doesn't, and obviously uh, editorial on this, but uh, that Disney doesn't really know what to do with 20th century Fox films that were made and basically waiting to be released whenever the buyout happened. Well, Underwater is one of the casualties, according to this editor, and they just didn't really know what to do with releasing it, but it's $80 million this movie was made for. and I mean, I haven't... People
0: aren't raving about this movie, but I've heard it is maybe too similar to other stuff, but it's not a bad film. I need to see it. I'll probably just wait at this point. Um, But... I think it actually looks really cool.
1: Unless you end up using the Regal Pass.
0: And it's got case too. Yeah, I, you know what? I think I'm going to get the Regal Pass.
1: It's Mind just well. too,
0: you, the rewards are too good for me not to. Why would I not want all that stuff?
1: It's amazing.
0: You, get you it. love it. We're not getting sponsored in any way, but you actually really, you use it all the time. You love it. You stock up on rewards. Mm-hmm. I need a pass like that. My life in the theater is very close to me.
1: No joke. I ended up getting a thousand bonus points this weekend just for buying a ticket.
0: I mean, if you like look at a regal theater directly, you get like a million points. yeah. it's insane the the reward
1: system there, there If was, you even
0: think about it, it just puts five hundred in there automatically
1: they They did have a contest for to win a hundred thousand points Jeez. if you signed up for Unlimited. no joke.
0: I mean, they got stuff if you buy tickets for like four movies, you get them all digitally. You don't really have to literally go to the theater, just buy a ticket on the app yep. and you can get all these movies for free.
1: Yep. I don't know how
0: anybody makes money off of this, oh. but let's
1: enjoy it while we can. And if Regal would like to sponsor us, let us know. I free. need a pass. Yeah. That would be awesome. And you need it for free. Yeah. Just slide on over.
0: Ooh, you know, got to, um, you have to sign like a 10 year like blood contract. though. Mm-hmm. That's the only problem.
1: Hence how Jared Leto got conned Jeez. into Morbius.
0: That looks awful. <laughs> and it sucks, too, because I was kind of looking forward to it. But I have a hard time taking him seriously a lot of the
1: time. Well, especially after the uh, Blade Runner shoots. Chow. And, and, and he was
0: compared to Jesus Christ yeah. when he walked on set. I, I forgot can't. I forgot that was a thing, but those people are morons.
1: I, I kept thinking of that whenever I saw and watched this trailer. And I just imagine people on set for Blade Runner just saying, look, there goes Jesus.
0: He literally walked in like Jesus. (laughs) Well,
1: that's (laughs) going to do it for us on this. I I don't know if we can end on a better note, but the next podcast, we will be having an update on our fantasy picks for 2020.
0: We have two movies competing against against one another in the first week. I don't know what I'm saying, but
1: yeah, I'm nervous. Do a little for life. They should merge the two movies together. Do a little for life. RDJ got paid 20 mil for it.
0: We're getting paid nothing to do this podcast. Think about that, folks. <laughs>
1: Quality Check is part of the Studio DNA Podcast Network. Find more of your favorite podcasts at Spreaker.com slash Studio DNA.